0: Everybody, Paul is a superhero. So, Paul could save your life. pink baby girl let's ride that's you right you the number one star on we're gonna glide and go straight to the mall and turn on the inside that proud of gucci full link leather leather is sweater. sweater, 20 inches pop my feather the bird man dead i fly in any weather ladies and gentlemen yo what's good everybody Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Hope y'all are having an amazing week. Um, it's been it's been a week. It's been a week around here. We've been um I'm in a weird space with my with my nine to five. Uh, and weird is in, should I wanna quit? <laughs> but to do what? Like I get so much freedom and so much um so much like leeway with my job that I'm like quit and do what? Because if I quit and end up going to a different company oh my bad i end up going somewhere else i don't know if i'm gonna get this type of freedom so yeah but you know still corporate is corporate um shout out to uh what what was that i was just playing um um oh crap i just forgot like the song just finished and i oh still fly yeah 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 uh (laughs) it's in my head like i'm I'm my head rocking like oh (laughs) um Man, it's, um a lot going on, though, man. A lot going on. I got some major things in the works for um May. For April. I'm sorry, for April. Uh, But the pod is on hiatus in April. So here's what I'm going to tell you all to do. Make sure that you are following the World According to Paul Instagram page because that's where most of the information is going to go. I'm considering starting the Facebook back up. I haven't been on Facebook so long, though. I kind of... um. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to go back, but um, I may go back just for the sake of the show. Um, So yeah, make sure y'all are following the world according to Paul. If you have not gotten your hoodie, it's still hoodie weather out here. So um, I need you to jump out there, get you a hoodie. Like I said, the hoodies that we're um, selling for season two, these hoodies won't ever come back. I'm never doing season two, especially. We're only doing drops per season, but this is the inaugural season, which is why we did two hoodies. And these two hoodies are never coming back. So if you like them, don't be like, well, I'll get one the next time. There will be no next time for these two hoodies at all. Absolutely. So if you want a hoodie, they are up till the end of the season. So that's basically to, to the end of March. Um, so even if wherever you are, if wherever your locale is, like like here in Texas, it, it was hot two days ago, it's cold a day, but it was hot two days ago, and you thinking, well, you know what, it ain't even hoodie season no more, so I'ma just wait, okay, wait, okay, if you want to, wait if you want to, I guarantee you, um, this hoodie ain't coming back, um, so if you want one, get one, get one while they hot, get one now, they up on the site, Um, I don't know, I don't really got a whole lot else, so let's start the show. So check it i know i know i be saying all the time this is not a um political podcast i be saying don't come here for politics like i say that right because i mean that but what i really mean is don't don't let this be the end-all be-all for your political news because <laughs> sometimes i'd be wrong it's Okay, I'm never wrong. Let, let let me back. Let me let me retract that statement. I'm never wrong, but sometimes I don't have all of the information, and so, um, y- you know. So sometimes you may want to you may want to fact check something I said because I may be working on limited information. Uh, but as always, we starting with politics. Uh, I you know what? No, this is not politics. This is. But I'm starting here. But I'm starting here because I think this is a place to start, even though it has some some political leanings. Um, And I'm only starting here because I I think it's important. There is still a war going on between the Israelis, the, the Israeli government. And I want to be clear about how I say this. There's a war going on between the Israeli government and the Palestinian people, and that I say it that way because it needs to be framed in that space. The Palestine is not fighting Israel. The Palestinian people aren't even fighting Israel. The Israeli government is fighting Palestinian people, killing Palestinian people in an effort to get to um, Hamas. Hamas and depending on where you get your information from Hamas was voted into power, but they were voted into power a minute ago. And so it's, it's convoluted on if, if, if this is, is this your King? You know what I'm saying? Like if, if this is the, if this is the people you prop up and then these people attack us, we attack an all of y'all type situation, but I don't know that this is that anymore. Like to say Israel has a right to defend itself. But now Israel has turned into an all-out bully. Israel has committed several acts of genocide is a problem. But it's even a bigger problem when people who see this aren't willing to do something about it. It's a bigger problem when the U.S. government is funding it. It's a bigger problem when everyday people like you and me, mostly like y'all, y'all everyday people, um... (laughs) I'm sorry, <laughs> mostly like us, we're all everyday people, but we don't, we don't jump into the fight and do anything, like we complain and we hashtag a lot of things, everything get a hashtag, but not everything gets the attention, like hashtagging a thing has become so, um um it's, it's, it's become the thing to do so much that sometimes I be seeing hashtags, don't even read them because it. It isn't, it does what? What is it doing for for the cause? What is it doing for the people? Well, somebody decided that they wanted to do something to bring awareness to the cause. Uh, U.S. Airman Aaron Bushnell, that's his name, Aaron Bushnell, an active duty U.S. Air Force member decided, I think it was February 25th, when this happened if I'm not mistaken I want to get the date right he decided that he was tired of whatever was going on and Aaron Bushnell decided that he was going to live stream on Twitch saying that he was no longer complicit in the genocide that was happening in um Pakistan he's no, he will no longer be complicit in the genocide and then Aaron Bushnell set himself on fire. Fire. Uh, uh. fire Okay I'm sorry look I apologize anybody who was offended my bad I don't know I don't I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Matter of fact, what you're thinking, somebody asked in the question section today. We're gonna get to that in a minute. I don't know though. I, I don't know. I can't respond to that. Um, I just, that song, that song is so infectious, right? And it popped into my head as soon as I said, I was like, oh, I gotta add this to the podcast. Um, Back to what we were talking about. Um, it's It's crazy how we all say we'll do a thing. Uh, I, I talk about this with with the Black Lives Matter movement a lot. In that, I remember when black leaders—I don't remember—I wasn't—I ain't that old—but there's stories about our black leaders who went to jail, um, who were beaten, who were attacked, but but knew walking into it that they were that—that's where they were going. They knew that that hey, when we go into this, this is what it's gonna be. And I'm not, by no stretch of the imagination, am I saying that we should be willing to go as far as Aaron Bushnell went. But I do believe that in order to make a stance, to make a change, to push the to 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 show. That we are not for the BS. We got to do something drastic. Or we at least have to be willing to go against the status quo. And creating a hashtag ain't it. Uh, Making your Instagram page. uh, Putting up that black square. Remember remember when all those companies put up that black square. To uh, show that they were with us. Um. Have companies done that for anybody else? Like, I don't know. Y'all tell me, have companies done that for, like, women? Do, do women get a square? Did do, do Latinos get a square? I know they did it for black people because we was mad about George Floyd. Um, but I don't know if anybody else gets a square. I don't know if anybody else got a square. I ain't see it. Uh, but Aaron Bushnell set himself on fire. Uh, and in setting himself on fire... Uh, the MPs, because he was in front of the Capitol, uh, are in, he was in D.C. when it happened. He was somewhere in D.C. when it happened. Um, the uh, MPs um, or the police department in the area uh, rushed to him, but they did not, you know, rush. They rushed to where it happened, but they couldn't do anything because he was on fire. Uh, in, in him... Being or uh, setting himself on fire, he died resting peace or resting wherever you deserve to rest, Aaron Bushnell. Uh, but yes, he he succumbed to the injuries of the fire and he is no longer with us. Here's what I don't know, and I, I know a few, uh, I know a few ex-I don't know what are y'all like, Marines are always Marines, like, the Marine, there's no such thing as an ex-Marine. What do you call people who leave the other branches of the arm of, of the military? Like, are you ex-seaman or ex-soldier or ex-airman or whatever the hell Star Force is, what Space Force, whatever y'all do? Um. Anyway, it's. I don't know. Like, I wonder, does this person who did this act, does his family now receive, um, like? awards and and medals and I don't know I don't know when somebody dies in in when someone dies in battle I know they they they're given a special funeral. He wasn't officially in battle but we're at war, right? Like we're always at war. America's always at war. So, I don't know. I don't know how this works um but I think what I'm getting at ultimately is we we need to find some in-between ground. Something between what we do Because us You and I We don't be doing a lot We just hashtag everything But I don't know that what Aaron did Is gonna Hold enough weight To make any change It It's a singular event That does not carry any weight tomorrow Or, 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 or next week Like we're talking about Aaron I'm gonna tell you Now The only reason that I even Really saw the story about Aaron Is because it said He was from San Antonio And I was like What? dude's from San Antonio set himself on fire. What I later learned was Aaron is actually from Whitman, Massachusetts, but he was stationed at Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio. So the only reason I saw the story was because he was. They said he was from San. He was from San Antonio. Um, I don't know if what Aaron did is going to hold any weight in a week. Next Thursday's show, I don't know if we're gonna be talking about Aaron's sacrifice. I know we will be talking about the fact that y'all still mad at me for playing fire, but you know what? It was gonna be that or fireman. Okay, for real, y'all. My bad. My bad. Uh, <laughs> for real, my bad. I, I, wait, wait till the questions. We'll, we'll discuss it in the questions. Um, I uh still on politics. I guess we are still on politics because this this is something. Well, a quick quick aside. Uh, a federal judge has said that Trump still has to come up with the full bond amount. Five hundred and fifty. No, sorry, I'm sorry. Dyslexia. Four hundred and fifty-four million dollars. He still has to come up with. However, I think he eased the rules that will allow Trump to take out a loan. He lifted the ban on Trump's ability to take out loans in, from a New York bank, meaning he could basically access the equity in his assets to pay back the full loan amount. I don't know if anybody's okay. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to loan him that kind of money because this isn't money that they will that they can get back unless he beats the state of New York. And this like this isn't federal, so I don't see him beating the state of New York. I see him becoming president and possibly beating or getting rid of some of these federal charges, but he ain't getting around these state charges because that's why we have a separation of federal and state courts. That being said, um, we ain't got a lot to talk about as it relates to Trump. I do want to talk about the hypocrisy of your Congress. Your Congress is hypocritical as hell, but also the news that we listen to, watch, and um, I don't know, take in every day is also full of trash. Trying to stop cussing y'all, um, I found out that I can put the pod in more places with less cuss words. So we working on that. But sometimes I be forgetting like last week when I said a lot. Uh, so uh, anyway, back to the, the story because I thought this was real. It, it just kind of shows how wrong everything is. A The headline says, GOP Congresswoman shows mind-blowing hypocrisy on Alabama IVF ruling. That was... What the hell? Alexa, play notification. One new notification. From Amazon shopping. Groceries has arrived. Oh, my groceries have arrived. Okay. Anyway, um... I'm not even gonna take that out. Uh, <laughs> I, heard, I heard the Amazon go off. Uh... What was I saying? Oh, the uh headline talks about Rep- Republican Representative Michelle Steele and how she has openly said that IDF helped to start helped her start a family. Here's the problem. Somebody started looking into the way that she votes, and Michelle Steele often votes along the lines of Republicans that have, she has co-sponsored a bill, the Life at Contraception Act bill. The Life at Contraception, the Life at Contraception, blah, blah, blah. The Life at Contraception Act is, basically says that life starts at fertilization. Here's the problem. We talked about it last week or two weeks ago, early last week at some point, I learned so, so I'll be happy I know some stuff IVF they take eggs they take sperm they put them together and they find out which one is viable this life at contraception act basically says life begins at fertilization so if that's the case all of these eggs and sperms that are put together are people and if they're people then what do you do with these people I'm standing by what I said. Any person that you don't want, the state should be responsible for it. And and that's that's where you hit them. You hit them in their pocket. But back to Michelle Steele. Michelle Steele has um pushed bills that were anti-IVF, even though, even though IVF, as she stated, had helped her start her family. But here's why I say I blame I blame ev- the whole top to bottom. Everybody's to blame within the system. And here's why I say that. Because the way the headlines reported it, it made it seem like Michelle was out here voting against IVF and she wasn't. What she was voting against was uh, abortion. The problem is the way the law was written that she was pushing would have affected IVF if applied at its full in, in its full state. That being said, because of the Alabama Supreme Court ruling, Alabama is in disarray. They didn't know, but the Supreme Court ruled based on what the paperwork said. Alabama's like, wait a minute. This ain't what we was trying to do, but it's too late. It's done. So now lawmakers in Alabama are rushing to um, change the state law to protect um, clinics that do IVF. The problem is they are still putting the wording in their language that personhood starts at fertilization. So if personhood starts at fertilization, then what you're saying is these embryos are people. These embryos are people and I'm going to keep pushing this until somebody else important pushes it. The way that we handle this is now the state needs to be responsible for these embryos. Just like I can drop a baby off at the fire department. I'm not playing fireman again, y'all. I promise. I'm not. I'm not. I thought about it. I I did think about it. But just just because I can drop a baby off at the fire department just in that same way and the state is now responsible for this baby. We should start doing that with these embryos. In, in, in the container they in. Just just in in in, in whatever nitrogen, oxygen, uh, nitro oxide container they in, somebody needs to start dropping these babies off at the fire department or at a local hospital when the parents say, okay, we're going to take this baby. This is the baby we're going to take, and the rest of these babies, I don't care what y'all do with them, that's on y'all. Start driving these embryos right to the fire department and say, hey, the state say we can't. We can't kill them, so they yours. They yours, I'm going to put them in a Ziploc bag. You decide what you want to do with them. But at this point, these your babies. Um, On an unrelated note, because this ain't related to nothing, so we're going to call it unrelated. I wonder if I drop, like if, if I, not me, if a person drops their baby off at the uh, fire department or hospital, the baby Moses law, or is that person free of paying child support? And the reason I ask that is, can do? Eh, never mind. We ain't, we, ain't go, we ain't gonna talk child support on this show. But um fellas y'all should look into that if y'all trying to not pay child support but also if you're not trying to pay child support you trash i'm gonna say that too i'm gonna say both things if if you're not trying to pay child support you should look into this baby moses law in your area just go pick your kid up and then go drop your kid off at the fire station i mean the mama come get him at some point but hey you like oh i I thought the state had him uh (laughs) i I don't know wait wait till the question we're gonna get there uh I. Clarence Thomas is trash. Okay, let's move on. Like we could talk about why Clarence Thomas is trash, but uh, I may say this story for next week. I don't really want to talk about it right now. Um, Matter of fact, no, here's what I'm gonna do because I don't want to talk about it next week either. Go look up Clarence Thomas hires clerk who allegedly wrote racist text y'all go do do your own research this this story requires your research not mine go do your own research look up that story about clarence thomas just know at the end of the day clarence thomas is trash anyway this ain't what we was going to talk about um i actually want to talk about two different parenting stories because i thought both of them kind of highlighted what parenting looks like uh back in august i believe back in august of last year Quintavius Eason. <laughs> and I know as soon as I said Quintavius, y'all was like, oh, he black. Well, he is black. Quintavius Eason last year, a 10 year old boy was peeing behind the door of his mother's car. Quintavius got he teeing, got out the car, was peeing behind the door of his mother's car. A police officer saw 10 year old Quintavius peeing. And a police officer arrested Quintavius, put him in the back of a police car. Now he didn't cuff him, but Quintavious, a 10-year-old, sat in jail for about an hour, a 10-year-old, for peeing behind his mother's car. The state or the, the city... Decided that they weren't going to press charges. They weren't going to pick up the charges. They were going to just let this. This this wasn't going to be a thing. The city decided, yo, that the um that that they weren't going to uh, turn this into a thing. Uh, they weren't public urination. That's what he was. He was arrested and charged with. But the city was like, nah. This it caught headlines, and they was like, yeah, we don't want we don't want this. We don't want to be the city that prosecutes the 10-year-old for peeing. Like, we don't want to be that city. So they decided to not pick up the charges. They let him go. Here's the problem in them letting him go. Quintavious's mother has now filed a $2 million lawsuit against the city. The police chief, uh, the former police officer who no longer, I guess they fired the cop and four unnamed officers for physical and psychological injuries that she and her son endured from the incident. $2 million, people. $2 million. Now, here's here's the issue. Here's why, why I brought this up. I am not in no way, shape, form, or fashion saying that Quintavious did not suffer some level of embarrassment. His mother or his attorney says that the the 11-year-old, the now 11-year-old, continues to suffer embarrassment, harassment. From who? Who's harassing him? He's 11. Who's harassing him? Harassment, PTSD, shock, and other physical, emotional, and traumatizing injuries from the arrest. I, I feel like I feel like we have gotten to a place where when things don't go our way, we sue. And I feel like we teach our children that everything should go their way. Now, should the cops have arrested this 10-year-old boy? No, they shouldn't have. have this, should, the city had, should the city have embraced this boy, post this incident, most definitely they should have. The city should have been like, yo, we made a mistake. The police department should have been like, yo, we made a mistake. Let's bring Quintavious on and make him an honorary police officer. Let's let's do some things with Quinta- Quinta- can't even say this little name. Quintavious so that this doesn't become a thing. Officer that arrested him made a mistake. Mistakes be, get made. Cool. The problem is... Nobody did anything and now the mama thinks that this incident is worth $2 million. $2 million? $2 million. Y'all realize this $2 million comes from us, everyday people. Now, now we now we all in the same boat, right? <laughs> Earlier, y'all was everyday people and I wasn't, but now we all everyday people because this is our tax money. This $2 million comes from, it really comes from um something I learned. I be doing research y'all for the show sometimes. I uh Cities have to buy insurance plans. And in those insurance plans when you sue the city, you suing the city and the insurance company's got to pay blob, you know, it becomes a fight whatever. But in this situation, quintavious is his mom was like, "No, no, no. We we need all that coin. We need that 2 million because my son has been harassed." And I'm like, who harassing an eleven year old about getting arrested? When I was eleven, had I gotten arrested, I would have been the man in these streets. I know. Cause I got arrested. How old was I when I got arrested? I wasn't eleven though. I was like fifteen, I think. I got arrested when I was fifteen. Uh do I tell y'all this? I don't care. It's it's, it's in the past. I got arrested for fighting a cop. Um, I think I was fifteen. I was I was I was in high school. I got arrested for fighting a cop. Um a lot. There's a lot to the story. When you see me in person, ask me about the time I got arrested for fighting the cop. I'll tell you the whole story in person. I'm going to put it on a pod. But that being said, I got home. I was a man in these streets. You couldn't tell me nothing, nothing, please me. I'm I'm a street hardened. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a street hardened felon at this point. Anybody, anybody who is harassing Quintavious better check his street cred because he rode in the back of a cop car. Uh, uh-huh. But his mother is now saying that this is worth $2 million. And I'm saying, of whose money? This little boy got arrested, so what? I mean, not so what. It, mm-hmm. Not so what, but... Okay, wait, wait, I got to backtrack something I said. So I was, I was talking about the, I read the story, but I only read the top part of the story. I'm taking this all back. sue sue everybody sue absolutely everybody what i did not realize until i read the rest of the story and sometimes you got to make sure you read the whole story and not just check the headlines because when i read the rest of the story they did end up charging they didn't charge him for urination in public what they hit quintavious with was he was charged with being a child in need of services before he was released to his mother so there was a, a a a really light charge But here's the problem. The judge ordered for Quintavious to check in with a probation officer monthly. He's 10. Check in with a probation officer monthly. Take a random drug test. He's 10. Check in with a probation officer monthly. Take a random drug test and stick to a curfew. He's 10. And then to write a report on the late basketball legend, Kobe Bryant. Like that was all a part of what he was told to do. A 10-year-old was told that he needed to check in with a probation officer monthly, that he needed to take a random drug test, that he needed to stick to a curfew, and that he needed to write a, a book report or write a report on Kobe Bryant. His mama was like, we ain't doing none of that. We ain't doing none of that. I ain't signing nothing. No, we ain't doing none of that. And that's when the case was dismissed. I I didn't read the whole story, y'all. I do apologize. My vitriol in the beginning was because I thought, yo, she doing too much. But then I realized, no, she's not doing too much. Clearly, she ain't doing enough. He needs $4 million. Like, at this point, how you gonna make a 10-year-old? I, I hate the system. Um, that was another story I wanted to talk about, but I, I ain't going to hold this show too much longer. Uh, so I'm going to just give a brief aside and then we're going to get into the, the best part of the show. Uh, The CEO of Kellogg's was recently on a uh, um, he was recently doing CNBC uh, talking about Kellogg's as a company, the business and what they were doing. And he had the nerve to say that Kellogg's is pushing the idea of cereal for dinner. Yes, you heard me. Cereal for dinner. Kellogg's is doing this cereal for dinner uh, idea saying that you know it's a lot more affordable than meat <laughs> now this ain't even like the problem is rich people be stupid right like rich people be stupid because there's no reason that this cereal f- like you shouldn't have even suggested cereal for dinner mr kellogg's because i know you not eating cereal for dinner anyway we're not even gonna take up time with that nonsense um let's you know let's get into the favorite part of the show this is the part of the show where y'all are a part of the show I, y'all are the producers of this portion of the show and i'm here for it um what i want to start uh and anytime i put up the um that i that i post it i get a bunch of i i realize what it is now it's one of two things it's either people just clicking the the, the button to see what to see what pops up because they don't know if it's anonymous for real or randomly people will just say random stuff. Uh, But two people asked a question, two different people asked a question and uh, I was like, okay, I'll address this on the show. Somebody asked, why are you so petty? And somebody else asked, why are you like this? And my response is going to be, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know where the disconnect is. Cause I remember somebody once saying to me, uh, I'd commented on a thing and it was like, Oh, you must care. And I was like, I don't care though. And I was like, Oh, you gotta care. Cause you commented on it. And I was like, that's the thing though. Like I will comment on a story a situation I will comment on something that somebody said but at the end of the day I don't care like I really don't care so when you ask me why am I so petty I don't know I I really don't know I don't know um actually as I think about it here's why I'm so petty because everything is funny I can find humor in every single situation um a few years ago, a lot of years ago, when my grandmother, my great-grandmother passed, uh we were me and my generation of uh cousins all were hanging out and I was taking pictures with, you know, my phone and I posted those pictures on social media of us at a funeral and it just said putting the fun in funeral. And my parents was like, "Gerard, what is wrong with you?" And I was like, "I don't know, we were having a good time." Um I like it's, it's a bunch of little times in my life where I just find humor in little things that probably shouldn't be funny. And that could be a defense mechanism. Maybe I need to go see a newer therapist. Uh, who knows who knows what it is, but yeah. So when you ask, why am I so petty and why am I like this? The answer is going to be, I don't know, but I don't plan on changing. So I don't know what you want from me at this point. Um, what else was in there? Uh, somebody said, when are you going to start selling T-shirts for uh, the pod? Um, and here's what I'll say. I'm not. I'm not selling T-shirts. All I'm selling are the hoodies that are on sale right now. So if you don't get a hoodie and then then you, you'll never get pod merchandise. So you should go get a hoodie because I'm never selling nothing else. And the hoodies are only available this season. So to answer your question, when am I going to start selling something different? I'm not. The only pod merchandise you can get it's a hoodie, so go buy one now. Um. Uh, somebody asked. Hold on, cause I want to make sure I get this question right. Yeah, somebody asked, "How do I tell my wife that I don't like her parents?" Who, my boy? I'm gonna tell you now. The fact that she is your wife tells me that you waited too late. Simple as that. Tells me that you waited too late you should have told your girlfriend that you didn't like her parents and then she would have broke up with you and you would have had a different wife with some different parents whatever if you don't like your wife's parents at this stage in the game where they going nowhere where's she going nowhere you stuck with them parents um but I would say this, if you if you have a, a a genuine reason, a real reason for not liking her parents, then this is what you do. You start to um be cordial, remain cordial, but you don't have to involve yourself with the BS. And remember this, her parents are just some regular ass adults. Like they they just I once heard this thing and I, I, like, it made me reframe the way I looked at my own parents though, right? Like, yeah, your parents are your parents, but when they go to work, they just Bob and Shirley, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they not, they, they don't hold the same weight in the world as they do in your life. So her parents, you just met them niggas. I just said I was going to stop cussing, right? <laughs> I'm trying. But you just met them. You just met them. And so because you just met them, they don't hold the same weight in your life as they hold in hers. And so if if Bob start talking reckless, psh, let Bob know that you got hands. And you don't want to have to throw hands. But it, okay, maybe, maybe don't go that far. If Bob start talking reckless, make sure... Make sure that you are on the same level with Bob. So Bob, make sure Bob know y'all on the same level. Make sure Bob know that just like she called him daddy, she called you daddy. Like, don't you ain't got to play with Bob like that. You let Bob know whenever Bob get out of, get out of line that um you putting penis in his daughter. Anyway, <laughs> we gonna get out of here. Well what we had on this Chat GPT list that they gave me? Uh, well, number two, right? Um, ChatGPT, artificial intelligence, sign off of the show as the music fades and the stars go dim. We reluctantly say goodbye, but remember, folks, I'm like a bad penny. You can't get rid of me that easily. Oh, see, I'm. Oh. Damn it, ChatGPT. I was rooting for you. Catch you next time. Hey, y'all. It's the podcast that no one asked for. It's the World According to Paul. Everybody, Paul is a superhero. So Paul could save your life.